Sweet as Honey, the podcast. Hey, honeybees. Hello. Welcome back to another episode of the Sweetest Honey Podcast. Sweetest Honey, the podcast. The podcast. You like that one lady in church that, like, the choir director is always trying to cut off, but, like, she keeps going on her solo <laughs> because, oh, in quotes, Ooh, yeah, the spirit yeah, yeah, got her, yeah. Ooh, the and the choir director is like, I'm yeah, but I'm spirit. hungry. Ooh, yeah. Ooh, yeah, I'm feeling it. The podcast. Ooh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And he's in the back like, Gertrude. <laughs> How you doing, honeycombs? I'm good. Yeah. How you doing, babe? Um, at the moment, I feel fine. I feel good. Um, a couple days ago, earlier this week, this was a weird week. Yeah, it has been a weird week. It was election week. Yeah, that's probably why. And um, yeah, like I have been, I'm done. It's already time for my freaking seasonal depression to start she's like hey girl yeah. <laughs> how's it going time change kicked I in no it's been a while but i'm glad you came yeah like, she's a bitch um and she just showed up you know and i'm like oh hey 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 girl yeah oh, that one girl. did mine to me on <clears throat> monday because like i got off work and mm-hmm. i'm not used to it being dark mm-hmm. and i opened the door to let somebody out and it was pitch black and i was like ah mm-hmm <sighs> Oh no. I felt it. I felt it settle in. Does your depression have a gender identity or expression? Um is like darkness uh an identity or expression <laughs> cuz that's what it is. It's like, oh cool. I mean, according to the Republicans it might be, but <laughs> No, mine's mine's like soft blankets and the inability to take on anything extra. <laughs> I don't know. Your depression thing sounds hot. Mine is like annoying as fuck. Yeah, our our She's depression like taunting are... me. She's like, <laughs> "You're too tired to do anything, aren't you? Oh, what if I invite my friend Anxiety over and we both fuck you? Oh, and then, yeah. yeah, we'll just fucking laugh at you while you struggle to do even the simplest of tasks." Okay, so <laughs> I do understand that because mm-hmm. my anxiety kicks in hardcore mm-hmm. and it tells me that I'm not doing a good job at anything and everyone hates me and I'm we're going to get divorced. I'm going to lose my job. Um, all of our bills are going to go into default, even though none of them are late ever. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't, yeah. <laughs> I'm just going to be like, well, everything I, and I can't do anything about it because I cannot do anything. So your anxiety is basically like a little Jewish man who is very gassy and anxious all of the time. He's yeah. very nauseous. His tummy is yeah, always upset. My anxiety is Mort from family. Yeah, I was going to say it's Mort. He's <laughs> nauseous. He's the fucking turtle from Rocco's Modern Life. Yeah. 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 That's um I'm nauseous. That's yeah, that when guy. that guy flares up. I'm like, oh cool. Okay, I see what I'm we're not at feeling now. real good right now. Everything is bad. Yeah. Everything's bad. And meanwhile, You're gonna lose, like, what if you lose your job? What if your wife leaves you? What if she leaves us? What are we gonna do? Yeah, I'm like your bosses hate you and they're secretly plotting to fire you and replace you. So and what I'm are we like, what do? is we need what to is, hide inside what is of happening? Shelves? And meanwhile they're like, You're doing a fantastic job. Thank you so much for doing more than just your job. <laughs> and I'm like, we're doing terrible. That's code for we're going to fire you next week. 
So every time their name pops up on my phone, I have a mini panic attack and I have to talk myself off the ledge. Same. Oh. Same. Like what I do for a living, I end up with a lot of like um, bosses for a project. Yeah. Right? And, you know, if this is outside of our contracted project time, <laughs> why the fuck is your name popping up on my shit? It's, especially if it's like after project time, after hours. And I'm like, is, is something wrong? Was was is are you telling me that you don't want me to come back or is and I'm like, that's impossible. Like I do a very good job. And. Yes, I, I empathize with you and your little dude, but mine are just like, <laughs> it's funny because my personalities can sometimes be like that. So it's just an extension of me. I'm just like, if I'm feeling like mean and very critical, like it might in like an unhealthy way, mm-hmm. that's probably the way that it would come across, mm-hmm. <clears throat> especially like back in my like less healed days. Oh my God. Mm-hmm. so yeah they just kind of like get together and like talk shit and i'm just kind of like oh this is this is nice <laughs> i love it yeah but yeah they're just like rude hot bitches you know oh yeah i get that they're not you. even like ugly they're just rude hot bitches i'm mm. like mm, i don't yeah don't like that's me. one of my personalities rude hot bitch uh yeah hot little shit like that's you either get that or the anxious turtle <laughs> have an anxious turtle i just have like it is the part that appeals to the the compet the the competitive side of me that is non-existent so i'm like they're like there's no point in trying you shouldn't do it anyway and i'm like you know what you're right and i don't really feel like i have to challenge you on that so i just avoid that's where it comes from so it's interesting when we think about like things that are always kind of present and they're just amplified at a certain time Mm -hmm. and it's real fucked up that somebody's just like we're gonna turn the lights off early ooh, and we're all like "Mm, it's so dark i know it's truly upsetting like open a window um i need a suggestion box for (laughs) sad lamps yeah (laughs) You can come in here and sit in this bright ass room at any time in the day. Yeah. Somebody actually did say that they used one of my fucking grow lights for my plants as a lamp to help them with seasonal affective disorder and that it was effective for them. Huh. So, yeah. I'll start putting some of those around my office. Why not? Yeah. And then my, like my office, none of my offices at work have mm-hmm. windows. Mm-hmm. And so like it's a thousand times worse because like <laughs> I go in and it's dark <laughs> and I leave it and start. It shouldn't be dark when you get there now. Yeah, now it's not. But before it used to be. <clears throat> now I stop for coffee and I'm just like, well, I'll get there. I'm still usually always early, but mm-hmm. the one off day that I get caught by traffic, it, I mean, no matter what time I leave, I'd get caught. Yeah. My thing is, if I leave five minutes after the end of the window that I have given myself, there is a 99.7% chance that I will be stopped by a train. Oh, yeah, yeah. In that time. So in multiple places, on the plus side, the trains are very timely. It's at a fucking ridiculous time of day. But the train schedule is a timely schedule. It's a pretty consistent schedule. And as long I mean, I would be late anyway, because it would be a whole bunch of fucking idiots out on the road messing up the traffic after it's like you you have the competent drivers and you have to catch them if i am not 
on the road. I cannot leave. I cannot be pulling out at seven. I can leave at 658 and it's fine. If I get out onto our street at seven mm-hmm. o'clock, my mm-hmm. commute, I will almost, I will get there right on Ruined. time when I would have had 10 minutes. Yep. That two minute difference will save me eight minutes in traffic. Oh, I truly understand. <clears throat> and then like in the morning times, though, while the trains that you encounter may do that, mm-hmm. the ones that I encounter just a few minutes later, mm-hmm block all of the ways to the interstate with the exception of going straight up to the next exit Mm -hmm. (laughs) so like but like they 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 stop and they'll have just two cars and they stop in between the Mm -hmm. two tracks and it stops it for both Mm oh man oh that has always been beneficial to me when that happens no it never is beneficial for me because of where i am getting coffee Mm -hmm. so it never it's just it, and then like the trains are on sovereign land, so like they can legit just do whatever they want to do. So, if they just want to stop, they don't have to move. I don't think that the people drive the conductors are being just dicks, though. I think that it's a coincidence <laughs> that they do it multiple times a week and stop right there, so that both things are down. Yeah, but I feel like there's other stuff happening with trains. That yeah, I feel like would. So I'm not sure about why they do that. It might make the most sense with how much they have. And maybe if they stopped anywhere else, it would block off three or four or five or I, yeah. don't, I don't know. Maybe. And you're right. And like close by that is where they pick up a lot of like uh, they exchange cars and mm-hmm. stuff like that. So like a lot of the times they are moving like a an engine train. Mm-hmm. It's just super inconvenient. One car I get at a time. It's just aggravating. It. it is fucking irritating as shit. Um, but that's I don't mind not the trains as much for. as I'm going to mind all of the fucking lawnmowers and tractor trailers that we're going to stuck, be stuck behind now in traffic because the idiots in our state have voted to make our state our, was it just our county? It was our county. Yeah. That voted to be like, yeah, just bring on all of the vehicles for doing yard work. Yeah, we love it. And I'm like, y'all, we can't function with just cars on the road. We don't have the infrastructure to support that. I was like, what if we improve the infrastructure and then we reintroduce this when that infrastructure has been completed? Because we need some expansions because there's a lot of two lane roads. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, this is a bad idea. What if? We can get those people to go out a little (laughs) bit earlier. What if they go ahead and move those vehicles at a time where traffic's not very heavy because it's going to happen because this is what always happens. They want to do all of these giant freaking projects at the busiest possible times of the day. Mm. They want to be getting Mm -hmm. to their job. They want to actively be doing construction when you're on your commute to work in the morning. So you've got like a lane or two shut down. You've got a lane or two not being completed. You have people all, and then already just morning traffic, which is a nightmare because people are not ready to be functioning yet. Because nope. they should be laying <laughs> in a hammock somewhere, eating fruit like the sentient little freaking animals that we are. Not working. Okay. Work is dumb. We all do it, but it's stupid. It is. I think that more of us should be saying, why are we doing this? Let's not do this and see how life will look. And then reconvene about whether or not we need to keep doing this shit or not. Because <laughs> you know when we wouldn't be sad if we were outside eating bananas all day or eating papayas and mangoes out of trees like a howler monkey in Costa Rica. <laughs> I want to be a howler monkey in Costa Rica. 
That's mm-hmm. what I, I want to be an iguana and I want to be a Costa Rican iguana. I want, I don't want to be a sloth. Um, sweet and cute as they are, bless their hearts. Um, but yeah, like let's bring the animal part back to being a human. Thank you. <laughs> Monkey, human, right? And then we're all animals. Okay. We're all animals and I want to be doing animal shit. I don't want to be voting. When was the last time you fucking rolled up? on a school of fish taking a fucking vote for something you didn't you haven't it's not how <laughs> it's not how fish work i never you don't think they're uh democratic. i promise you that fucking murderer crows that be chilling out here they ain't voting <laughs> on who the fuck is about to be the president of the murder the governor of the murder <laughs> the governor the, the flamboyance of flamingos ain't trying to figure out who their constituents are they're not they're flamingoing that's what they're doing they're being flamboyant in a flamboyance okay <laughs> what do you call a group of humans what would our collective animal name be a fucking disaster a clusterfuck a pandemic an epidemic a disease a virus something fucking terrible they're probably talking about that honestly if you see a group of animals they're probably talking about you so oh okay enjoy that okay see that's okay. that my anxiety is a bitch that's what she is uh she is not nice um but yeah so i mean not me personally i've fucks with animals but i'm saying like they're like humans in general they're like not you but like your kind sucks and i'm like yeah dude you're right kind of like how republicans feel about black people speaking of this election oh, y'all no. oh no how do we infiltrate the Republican Party from the inside and then we just start changing shit and be like, no, like we, I am telling you, okay, because I am one of my skills and I'm telling you, I would only use the skill for good, but I would like to propose that extremely liberal people, very left leaning people, socialists, we start to quote unquote befriend Republicans. We befriend them. We're like, we just change because we haven't been fucking talking to those people, right? So like not our family and stuff like that's too close to home, but just people in your neighborhood, people with these insane fucking things. Let's start fucking going and getting some little stank ass chocolate chip cookies from Walmart. Okay. We bake them. We put them on a little plate because like very low effort. Okay. Very low effort and only give them like six. Y'all can eat the rest give them to somebody that you actually like, whatever. The gesture is the point. Okay. Because they're extremely gullible people, okay? And I'm not saying that because it's my opinion. I'm saying that because I feel like I have done enough studying and research at this point. Um, And it's my lived experience. (laughs) So argue with me if you want to. But I think if you're here, you wouldn't. They just seem to not be so great at being critical of things so they might be a little bit suspicious or uncomfortable but what you have to do is start really buttering up who you think is in charge who do you think is like start making friends with them start doing things and just acting like you care about their interests some of y'all still go to church like start getting real friendly with them but we're not being friendly with them because friendship is what we want we want to extract information so the more information that we have the more information that we can use right So we have this information. We know things about what they like, where they spend their time, what kind of things they value. 
And we know that they're going to say things like they value education and they value having a world that their kids can be in. But the way that they vote says we don't give a fuck about the planet. We don't give a shit about education because we don't ever want to fund it. And we, you know, some of them are going to have kids with special needs, but they're not going to vote like they care about adults who are not their children that have special needs or disabilities. Right. So we understand. We we get it. Right. Correct. It's the unborn. We get it. We even care about these idiots so much that we want to save them from themselves okay so we know we know right and all that we have to do is start agreeing with them agree with them you don't ever have to agree with anything that doesn't make sense but you agree that people who are this way or people need access to education you can just present it with facts that don't contradict what they're saying too much we want to be as agreeable as possible right so now it's not going to take very long of that if you show up consistently for a couple of weeks they'll be like wow like i really like this person never self-identify start talking about politics like they're just issues (laughs) remove the political aspect of that from it as much as you possibly can and just get to what the point is My neighbor has a child with Down syndrome. We want to make sure that that kid has access to medical care that's not going to put my neighbor in debt. But my neighbor makes more than like, I don't know, $75,000 a year. I don't know what the fuck it is, the cap for the way that this shit works with taxes and who is eligible for care. I think that everybody should be eligible for it. I'm happy to pay more taxes for it because I'm a socialist. But remember, don't say that to the Republicans. Mm. Just say things like, well, you know, when they talk about different ways that our tax money can be used, maybe that's something that we can look into. You don't have to name it. You don't have to make it seem like they're doing anything themselves. You just say, I would be willing to do a little bit more about that. What do you think? Figure out what they think so that you can figure out how to manipulate that into the correct answer. Because it lies in there somewhere. And I feel like at this point, they may not necessarily be stupid people in every aspect of their lives. (laughs) I don't know that. I don't know any of them. Like, I have to do this myself. That's why I'm writing this guide. So... (laughs) but I've done it in the past babe you know how many fucking straight men I know in my heart now are republicans in my early 20s Mm -hmm. same I know how to fucking do it you ain't got to touch your dicks to do it I (laughs) see people at these fucking assignments that I'm at all the time that want to stop me aside from what we're paid to be there to do to share their thoughts they seek me out and I know that it is something energetic it is something in my field that draws people to that and I understand what it is and I feel like it is like a law of something that has to do with like compliments some compliments with an e not with an i not like you look so good but compliment is in two parts make a whole of something or two parts make a bigger part of something right and then we just slowly start making them realize that they just want to be decent human beings But you have to infiltrate it. You have to make it seem like it was their idea. So basically, we have to be dealing with Republicans like... And use their faith against them? Yes. (laughs) Yeah. So like Jesus said, and using it as like a way to serve the community that's a socialist idea, but utilizing Christianity. 100%. 
Gotcha. 100%. Don't weaponize it. We have to stop letting mm. them see us angry. <laughs> Don't look angry. Agree with them. Oh my gosh, you're absolutely right. Yes, you're correct. Like we should all be doing that. And what do you, if you had to write this from scratch, what would it look like? Give me an idea that we haven't heard before. What would that look like? <laughs> I promise you it's something that Democrats and fucking liberals have been talking about the whole time, but just make it seem like it's their idea. We're just like, yeah, bitch, it's socialism. Mm-hmm. Also, sweetheart, you're not as rich as you think you are. You're not going to be able to benefit from this stuff in the long term. Most of them. It's 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 not, baby. You're you're not. You are richer than your peers, but you're not richer than these assholes that are that you're voting for. They don't give a fuck about you. They don't care about you, baby. I don't care if you make half a million dollars a year. They don't. They, they, not you. It's not you. It's not you. How come we have all these old people running the country? I know we've been asking that the whole time. Um, I would also like to propose the idea that if we have to have a minimum voting age, I'd also like a maximum one. Thanks so much. Okay. I mean, I agree with you because I love my father, but he does not have all his mental faculties and does not need to vote. Also, okay, if we don't want to put an age limit on it, what about making sure that people comprehend what they're reading? Now, this might be a little bit controversial, and I'm not trying to make it be an ableist thing against anybody who has any issues with processing or reading comprehension skills or anything like that. I, of course, would always, I would be willing to volunteer my time to making sure, as a matter of fact, that is very closely related to something that I do do for work. Um, Making sure that people really truly do comprehend the information that they're seeing Mm -hmm. right so the information that you're reading do you understand what you read can we put that can we implement that into context can we give that a real world implication like do you under i want to make sure that you understand what you're voting for i don't think that like a quiz on who is voting and what you're voting for before you're able to vote like you have to complete that like check your freaking voter registration and do your online assessment and without completion of that assessment and passing if not with a hundred percent at least with like an 80 or 90 percent you don't get to vote because why should you be voting for something that you don't understand yes and like stop using all of the legal jargon when it's regular citizens who are voting on it yes absolute layman's terms it needs to be transparent people need to be able to under you have to write it in plain without english exactly without us having to research i should not have to research it i am not a lawyer i do not have a jurisprudence degree like i that's not no We should maybe talk about how everybody feels about having a maximum, you know, like a maximum age for voting and stuff. There was something else. I can't remember what it was. Anyway. So, yeah. And that really got me to thinking. I was like, let me look up some of this stuff. One of the amendments that we had was to change the language, like to remove racist language from the Alabama Constitution. Mm -hmm. And when I looked that like it barely like it had like maybe 74 or 70 percent either 74 or 76% of Mm -hmm. the vote Mm -hmm. um, to remove it. Yes. But I was like, how many people exact? Who is this other 25%? Over 200,000 Alabamians voted to not. They was like, nah, leave nigga in there. That's my favorite. 
Yeah. And like, y'all, now granted, we've amended the Alabama Constitution, but it hasn't been like fully compiled and updated chronologically all and like where it would make sense since 1901. They all need to be burned. So like, it is really difficult to follow. It, <laughs> the, uh, amendments don't make sense they're not necessarily the right order you have to like search for it just doesn't make sense and then still considered all these (laughs) these racist uh language included in there and then one of the other amendments was to take out (laughs) the verbiage orphans business orphans business we laughed about that one for a while orphans business we did another one that was extremely concerning to me i don't remember i don't think that we talked about we hadn't voted since we recorded last week but there was another one that was on there and it was to pass what is called anaya's law Mm -hmm. and anaya's law basically will take away an incarcerated individual's right to bail if they have been charged with a violent crime so not convicted not like they went to the trial did all that stuff got convicted but just charged no due process <laughs> so guess who that's gonna affect mm-hmm. so i was like do y'all remember that movie that came out y'all remember how like we were like oh my gosh ever duvernay we love her uh when they see us about the central park five about um five teenage boys that were accused of a crime that they did not commit and they were incarcerated for freaking ever. And it was just about this story of what happened, how they were taken advantage of, the way that the system failed them, and their life thereafter. Um, and I feel like we have to remember to not be so emotional when we vote. Like, uh, our emotions have a place in the way that we function politically in the way that we align ourselves politically but it's really important and this is why I feel like we have to remove this pretentious language from this like I want parenthetical asides I want footnotes with definitions Mm. we should all be required to vote in a library and they've got like the freaking thing out with a thesaurus or keywords and terms for people just because you know your brain doesn't process information the same as everybody else doesn't mean that you're important if you are capable of participating in politics which means understanding what you're voting for understanding that policy no matter how it needs to be taken in if you need to read it if you need somebody to interpret it for you if you need it to be in layman's terms if you need somebody to translate it for you into a different language um everybody you know needs to be able to participate because regardless of those languages the policy is still going to affect you if you're somebody that's eligible to vote to vote in the first place right like We should be taught in schools these terms, right? Like, there should be an entire course about Mm -hmm. this so that it is normalized or just make it normalized language. Mm -hmm. I just... It complicates the whole thing. So with all that being said, it got me to thinking about allyship again. Mm-hmm. And I was like, it's a lot of fucking snakes in the grass. I was like, y'all, 75%, just 75 
is 25% of y'all still out there looking like that? So let's talk about different types of racists, because I feel like a lot of people get really confused and conflate um, whether or not you can be like a covert racist and also an ally. And the answer is no, you cannot be a racist and still be an ally. Okay, you have unlearned that racism shit. So I have I've decided that this is a spectrum. (laughs) Okay. And like the further like the closer to zero you are, Mm -hmm. that's neutral territory, right? Like this is like good allyship. Okay. This is a good allyship area, right? Okay. If you get into like negative ones, like you're not white, right? That's just like oh, you okay, okay. not being a white person anymore. Like you understand the way that things work. And also there is some melanated something going on with you, right? And, that, you know, it's still shit because we still got a whole fucking mm-hmm. spectrum of that about internalized racism to, I don't know, aware you know, I don't even want to say enlightened, but I just want to say like aware. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and because it, it's all like a spectrum of learning and the willingness to learn. Right. Okay. So okay. on a scale of like one to 10. So we've got like the baby ally. Right. That's like a one or a two. Okay. So slip ups are due to ignorance. They might still be struggling with implicit bias and uh, and where it shows up, but we'll quickly take accountability for that ignorance. Still don't know what is their lane, but are coachable, right? Okay. Uh, they're probably not talking to their pastor or <laughs> their freaking 45 supporter dad, um, but they may not have worked through where to place the resentment for it, which is okay because okay. all of us kind of resent our people and are trying to figure it out. Um, you automatically get one point if you didn't understand that there was a racial issue with our society to begin with, which which is where a lot of allies are already going to start. And that's okay. Yeah. Um, and it took you a lot of time to realize it. Okay. Automatic one point, if you've ever been on a mission trip and the place that you visited was an exclusive population of people of color, um, automatic two points, if it was Africa and what you said was literally, I just wanted to take one home with me. That is not an example that I pulled out of my ass. That is something that a white woman said to my black face in a mental health space. She is a psychiatric nurse practitioner. No, 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 no. So already one to two, okay? Baby allyship, right? Okay. So then on a scale of like three to four, that's the I don't see color pacifist. (laughs) They have a whitewashed, overeducated understanding that there are racial disparities, but turn those issues inward. Mm -hmm. They've usually adopted a non-white child or call themselves being a quote unquote second mom or dad to a black or brown person Mm -hmm. who is not related to them at some point in their life. Y'all want to know how many white women have been my quote unquote second mom or dad without me ever having called them my sec my quote unquote second mom or dad? Yeah. They have lots of books about raising a black or brown child, but do not put as much work into understanding systemic issues that affect the black or brown child. Issues surrounding their child have more to do with them than the kid, right? How am I failing as a white mom? As a white mom, what do I need to be doing for my child? They always lead with, oh, well, my child is black. My child's biracial. Oh, my daughter is da-da-da-da-da and her hair is like da 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 right? They probably attend a Methodist church with a white congregation and they may or may not have a black hairstylist for their ethnic child's hair. Do not know when to keep their opinions to themselves in BIPOC spaces. Mm. They're redeemable. Just start paying people of colorful consultations and sensitivity training. You'll be golden. Also, maybe throw some therapy in there for you and your 
children or child. Okay, so we're still in like neutral territory. These are all redeemable people. These are redeemable people that want to be allies and can be good allies with a little bit of coaching and more tools in their toolbox. Okay, okay, okay. okay. So now we've got like an on the fence one. Uh-oh. And this is the I'm not racist, but they're also overeducated white people who agree, who argue in online spaces often about cultural rights and refuse to acknowledge when they are wrong. Ugh. So these are people who are definitely following people of color around the store as they shop. Oh, the most common type of performative allyship. They're unwilling to make sacrifices that would hurt their way of living, but cosplay allyship in public spaces. <laughs> they might sing, sing the N word when no black people are around and explain it's just a song or that they are from the hood when caught and confronted by the racial group to whom the word refers. Mm-mm. Black sense and casual AAVE are now quote unquote Gen Z slang and black folks are fetishized, but they'll try to convince you it's worship and appreciation. Scales could keep either way. Stay out of black and POC spaces until you have seen a therapist. After some intensive therapy, start looking for black people and people of color who are offering education services and consultations. Maybe after some time with that, you'll be ready to join discussions about BIPOC affairs. Okay. And now we get into people who are definitely racist and they are unredeemable. Okay. This is what they look like. So now we've got on a scale of six to seven, this is the covert racist. I'm not racist, but plus conservative Christian values that impede their ability to empathize with any other racial group than white people. They don't (laughs) want to be seen for the racist that they are. Sometimes they do have black people or people of color as their partners or spouses. But those people of color also deal with internalized biases that they don't have the tools or desire to unlearn. Okay, mm. so these are our who's our fa- who's our favorite one? Uh, I don't know. I don't In politics right now, the old one. What's his name? Clarence Thomas. Right? Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, sorry. So they're big on respectability <laughs> politics. You're one of the good ones as a regular part of the vocabulary. They will still vote red, but won't shy away from voting for a black Republican. Definitely saying the N-word casually and sometimes in the company of their ass-backwards partner, friends, and familiar colleagues. They are unredeemable. Move on. Oh, no. They're comfy here. Okay. Oh, no. A little bit further up, we've got number eight, the overt racist light. Okay. Difference between covert and overt. If it is covert, remember, it's a covert operation. It's in, it's not in plain sight. It's hidden. They're doing it where they feel comfortable and safe, where they Mm. feel the most like themselves. That's where they have to be when they're not having to mask. This is who they're comfortable being. So if we have an overt racist light, let's see what that looks like. It's the same as the covert racist, but openly. U.S., Gadsden, Trump, let's go Brandon, Confederate and fuck Biden flags are imminent. Don't necessarily want to be seen as racist, but don't mind when people connect the dots. Key phrases include make America great again, the good old days, my legacy, my ancestors were slaves too, pull yourself up by the bootstraps, libtards, hard work, etc. These assholes probably have a lot of weird trauma, specifically with their dads, and need to belong to a group where they can enforce their power over others. They're also unredeemable, but I'd like to send them to a dark, cold planet with no oxygen to live. Okay. So 
And now we've just got like the 910, the hard R racist, okay? Recreational, spiritual, and emotional racism, okay? Unredeemable. will always go with the most violent action that causes the most harm. They're severely mentally incompetent. They're like an incel, but they also have a dumb partner or spouse. They, they are either an incel or have a dumb partner or spouse who thinks the same way they do. They also hate their white people. They hate other white people of different faiths. They are either the safest kind of racism, <laughs> the safest kind of racist to encounter because you know exactly where you stand with them or they're the most dangerous because you know exactly where you stand. And I'm not sure which one. Uh, but yeah, that that is a very quick... <laughs> little mm-hmm. rundown mm-hmm. on ally to racist. Mm-hmm. And if you're confused about that, it's not up for debate. If you're uncomfortable about that, I've given you steps. That is what it is. There are 200,000 people who voted. That's not everybody. That's just the ones who were just Over. like, I, I'm willing to put it down on paper that I don't give a fuck. Okay. That are like, we didn't want to remove racist language from the constitution. Imagine what other types of racist ideologies and activities they also would not like to put an end to. I'm down off my soapbox, but I had to I had to say that. <laughs> um, you missed one really good label for um, your eight to ten range. And uh, that is one that uses the word tradition a lot as well. Mm. Traditionalist. Oh, yes. Tradition. That's Conservative a very values, one. tradition. Oh, yeah. Yeah. The Southern That's tradition. Yeah. 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 Anybody who has an American flag out, like, make, I'm like, oh, you're, mm, mm-hmm. are you, you're probably racist. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Especially in the South. The Gadsden flag also, for everybody that doesn't know, you might know it is the yellow don't tread on me flag. It's the one with the snake. Oh, you said the Gadsden, and I was like, like the city in Alabama? The Gadsden flag. Uh, the don't tread on me flag. I didn't realize it was called Gadsden. Yeah, let me double check um, to make sure I'm not lying about that. That but. was like the, the tea party flag, if I remember from back in the day. It was another name for it as well. Because it all spurred, the don't tread on me flag all spurred from the American Revolution. Gadsden flag. Nice. Yes, it is. Look at you. Yeah, I had to look it up ever since Holy I saw shit. that weird shit in that one place that I saw it. And I was yeah. like, this is You're a like, weird place why, to see this. Why are we... Right. Um, yeah, like the meaning has definitely changed. For sure. So. And like also, but if you're in a really progressive area, mm-hmm. check out Gadsden flags. It might be in a different color. A lot of mm-hmm. AFAB people, people with uteruses, have kind of um, co-opted this flag. Mm-hmm. And it might be in pink or sometimes it's a yellow flag, but the snake is in the shape of a uterus yep. or something like that. So it's not always a red flag. And mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, really wild libertarians, I guess they call themselves, but they're really just kind of like really radical Republicans to me. But, yeah. Um, close, close to anarchist mm-hmm, at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, and we did have a straight up fucking anarchist on our ballot we sure who did. ran as a libertarian. Uh, and I was like, oh my dear God. This is the first time in over 20 years that the libertarian party even had slots on the ballot. And it was completely sullied by extremist Republicans. Yes. A hundred percent. It was sad. And so y'all, when we're talking about stuff like this, like we can make jokes about it. We can laugh about this. But y'all, this is people's 
livelihood, the way that people vote. Like if I were to get if this law is passed and I am in traffic and get pulled over and somebody doesn't like my attitude that day and something happens or whatever like that shit could ruin or end my life. Mm-hmm. You had to kill someone out of self-defense if you're accused of a violent crime. Mm-hmm. You are now denied bail. Mm-hmm. Even though it was like it could have been in your home. And meanwhile, I'm damn near sleeping with, you know, a firearm <laughs> under my pillow because I'm so just anxious. I'm just really on edge because people will not just be honest about who the fuck they are. And that's the most dangerous part of that for these groups of people that are targeted by people that Mm -hmm. think this way or have just been told to behave this way. Because I don't really, that's the thing. I just want people to start to think. I don't feel like they have been thinking. I think that people get so excited to belong to something. Like in Alabama, you know, like we love sports and we kind of treat politics the same way where it's just like pick a color, choose a side. And it's like, that's not really how that works with this. Like we had to do a lot of research. We, you know, Mm -hmm. I mean, spent Mm -hmm. so, I mean, hours going through every freaking person that we can find. The other addition to the election process that I just thought about, um, I'm so done with two party ballots and Mm -hmm. there's no reason that we need to be not having anybody on the ballot who wants to run. Yeah. Um, my thought was, I'm just like, I feel like it would not be a bad idea and shit. If it had to be me doing it myself, I would do it. Everybody that wants to run gets to be on the ballot. We don't have any write-ins. We don't let anybody freaking make commercials for it. And nobody, there's a cap for how much that people can raise and stuff for it. But regardless of how many funds you can raise to be visible, you still get to run as long as you meet the requirements of that place of office there should be a website that is literally you should be able to go to like mystate.gov there's a link that goes right to it that has everybody who's running and everybody should have to be interviewed and answer directly in plain english the way that they feel about policies mm-hmm. what are your stances on education agree do you think that this should be like this or do you not do you think that people should be able to get abortion do you think that trans people deserve life affirming care? Do you, you ha- and you have to answer. You can answer them if you want to with an essay question. You can just say yes or no, but you have to answer them. That is part of the requirements. That's part of the prerequisite requirements for being able to put your name on the ticket. Mm-hmm. You can give an essay question answer, but it, you still have to say you yes or no. You have to answer the question. You still end up having to say you yes or no. You have to answer the question. You can give your reasoning behind it but yes or no but i i completely disagree with the way that this country is run to begin with i think that all the constitutional shit is dumb i think that all of the other shit is dumb because it's just trying to give people um loopholes people that are wordsmiths loopholes for well technically this isn't defined as this but it's defined as that and it can be argued that this and all the rest and i'm just like it's silly it's dumb I don't have any freak. I'm just like, y'all, just because Kamala Harris is brown with a blowout does not mean that I feel like that person is like my representation. Uh -uh. Just because there is somebody queer or trans, y'all, if that's a white woman or a white trans person, that's not me. There's nobody that looks like me. And there's, I, I feel like for the majority of us, we don't have representation. For people that are like, ready to get over the hill of this shit because and we're not voting because we feel like it doesn't make a difference or we don't know how 
Now, if it's being suppressed, that's one thing. But I really hope that y'all got out and made your voices heard. I'm seeing a lot of good news in other states, mm-hmm. um, which is really exciting. It gives me a little bit of hope. But yeah, this is some bullshit. It was. It was. Um, I just <laughs> I don't think a single one of the people that I voted for won. Same. So not one. And I didn't vote for the damn uh democrats no there might have been one democrat that i was like okay yeah there was one (laughs) it was rough i've never seen anything like it and i mean like i think that i might have we might have missed maybe one chance to vote since we've been together um like we had like a local election yeah that we we didn't vote for mayor this last go round Mm -hmm. um because we had covid yeah (laughs) what enough time to mail in a ballot but yeah so it was just not (laughs) do you know this year covid is not a reason to request a mail-in ballot or to do an absentee ballot an absentee ballot um one of my co-workers was sick with a flu and couldn't do an absentee Mm -hmm. ballot (laughs) but was misinformed about what the amendments were anyway so one of my favorite TikTok. Yeah, you told me about that. Mm-hmm. And I was like, no. And, and again, even listened to the news about it, but still didn't register everything. The difference right? between a charge and a conviction. Yeah. And a lot of people don't. Again, you have to be able to comprehend. You have to differentiate. And it's our responsibility to make sure that we understand that. Yes, but it definitely does not have to be something that the state or that the government hinders. Mm-hmm. So... That's pretty disappointing, but... It really was. It's pretty disappointing, but... You know, now I'm just trying to figure out... This This is my strategy now. Let's infiltrate the lives of some Republicans that we know and try to figure it out from there. Yeah, I mean, that sounds like a plan. Let's go. Slap. Um, let me know how I can better blend in, because I feel like... <laughs> right? Although... <laughs> people that look like me and want to be republicans end quote mm-hmm. i feel like they would try to use the shit out of that so maybe mm-hmm. they would in fact that's what i'm saying i could be pretty convincing if i want to be same yeah i especially mean like you'll be a cult leader one especially day especially so. because I, but like y'all okay like when we say cult y'all i just literally is the cult of love and i don't even things. mind it being called a cult i don't care like please do freaking follow a black woman's leadership please mm-hmm. please Especially if you're queer, because you know what that black woman is going to lead you to do? Love yourself. Okay. She's going to lead you to love yourself. She's going to lead you to love other black people. She's going to lead you to learn. She's going to lead you to do what makes you feel good. (laughs) That's it. Like, that's my cult. And I'm just like, shit, if I am able to just fucking bask in that and the fact that I created a space that people feel comfortable to do that shit, I would be amped on it. Like, right. I just hate it. It just is like, I don't want to hurt people on purpose. And it Mm-mm. feels like Republicans want to hurt people on purpose. And that's why I can't jive with it. <laughs> Under the guise of protecting everything. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, but y'all are, you're already ruining everything. It's your fault. They want to protect your their fault. legacy and have all of this traditional stuff. But I'm just like, y'all realize, but the way that y'all vote ain't going to be no planet. I don't know. I, I mean, I think all of them are terrible. 
uh, I just like let let's just start over. Let's start over. Agreed. <laughs> let's start it. But um, everybody in Florida, I think that we might have to make a sacrifice, and the sacrifice might be Florida. Um, I just keep thinking about was it Looney Tunes? Was it Bugs Bunny that cut Florida off of the map? <laughs> I don't remember. And I can't stop thinking about Florida just being just cut off and just <laughs> just sawed off of the United States and just pushed out to sea. I know that that's not how it works, y'all. But what if it did? What if we could just put all of the republic and it could just sink like the Titanic? Hmm. I would. I would love it. Drown me like one of your French girls. You know, I just. <laughs> Um, Jack. <laughs> Child, not me like looking around like I don't hear it and turning my music up because. No, not me. Oh, okay. Mm-mm. Damn, that's a big ass leaf on that plant. Look at it. It is. That's, that's a big ass leaf. Um, yeah. So. I love you, though. I love you. We're about to be for pretend Republicans. So if y'all see us out here with red hats on, mind your fucking business, okay? We trying to infiltrate the operation from the inside, okay? We always going to be real with y'all. Y'all just got to wait. For, y'all have to wait. <laughs> Trust the process, okay? <laughs> so yeah, this message brought to you by anxiety, depression, and toxicity. And I think that we should do it. Okay. I'm depressed and anxious, but we all just like, bitch, it could be better. We could be depressed in a better environment, you know? That's all I'm saying. We could be depressed without daylight savings time. We could be depressed with healthcare. We could be right. depressed and have, you know, be able to afford a couple more sessions a week, you know, when we need it. I know the bitches ain't going to go away. We're like destiny's child, but, you know? Yeah. Just take care of me and my depressed and anxious self. Yeah. And my Beyonce will bring us PTSD back sometimes. And child is so many letters. A the PTSD, anxiety, it might be C P PTSD child. Like they be adding stuff on part of the LGBTQIA community. Plus. <laughs> Plus with ptsd adhd probably a little asd sprinkled up in there somewhere too (laughs) shit like it's a lot going on it's a lot of letters to keep up with but what i'm not trying to do is be in jail for an undetermined amount of time because i was speeding trying to get to a therapy appointment you know what i'm saying like that's stupid 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 i was talking to somebody that i really would have expected to know what was going on and i had to talk about that law and that Mm. person had to look it up and i was like nigga this election was the day before yesterday did you did you not vote or you did and you just marked yes because okay Like, in every single election that I've ever voted in, I've actually researched stuff. Yeah, same. Every single one. Same, same. But, like, I know for a fact that, like, 
people that I know closely Mm-mm. have not done the same. And I'm no, like, how do I you have no idea? Why do you? And then they seem so confused when I tell them, like, what could potentially happen to our marriage? Our marriage could be dissolved. Mm-hmm. Our rights could be taken away. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, all of these. We could potentially have to move because we are not seen as people. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's how people. Just like, and no, I, like, just, I okay. just circled the thing. And trigger warning, go ahead and skip to the end because, like, I'm just going to get really, really frank. I'm going to be very blunt, y'all. I spend a lot of time in online spaces, not for the not for the purpose of engaging in those online spaces, but for observing. I want to know what Republican-leaning people or Republican voters say, what do they say in these very conservative groups online with anonymity? And here's the trigger warning. I'm going to be talking about a grape. I'm going to be talking about um, taking away rights. And I'm going to be talking about red rum. Okay, if you don't want to hear that, we love you so much. Have a good rest of the week, baby. We'll see you next time. Please make sure to email us at ohhoney2018 at gmail.com. We love you. Bye. (laughs) Everybody else is here right now going on to these things and the way that these men will talk about wanting like their desire to assault women, their desire and like very vivid detail about um, committing these crimes against them and how there's nothing we can do about it and being excited by the thought of them being forced to give birth and do all the rest of this. Y'all, these are people who can vote These are people who vote. These are what people, when they don't have to attach, you don't have to sign your name to a ballot. You don't have to be honest about the way that you voted. So that's why it's so important to surround yourself with people that you know what is going on, but you also, you know, that's why I don't have the patience for it. That's why we don't take stuff like this lightly because it can't be taken lightly the amount of comments and stuff that I have seen in places about people wanting to run into a queer person's home and kill them and assault them and Mm -hmm. to murder them and they can't wait until they can hang us and tie us up to the back of their trucks and drive down a road or hang us from trees or whatever um just these really horrifically violent things meanwhile we go to work and we go to the grocery store and we come home and we play scrabble and we pet our dogs and we feed the you know we fill the bird feeders and cut our grass and do crossword puzzles and word searches and play music and we contribute to things and we buy books and we go to coffee shops and we support local businesses and we garden and we you know but it's never we never know where it's safe to be mm-hmm. and where it's not safe to be and when we see things like that y'all 200,000 people that's like a decently sized little city of people when people, we talk about not feeling safe driving in certain areas after it's dark because these things might happen. Mm-hmm. And everybody's not a fucking nine and a ten on that scale. Some of the motherfuckers are a five. So that's why it's important when we're talking about these things. A lot of people do not have the capacity or the cognitive ability to think critically. Mm-mm. They just don't. A lot of people have brain chemistry and trauma and no other resources and tools other than these extremely manipulative and cunning 
like you don't have to be a smart person to be manipulative necessarily. Like right. just, you know, kids sneak to try to get cookies all the time. Sometimes you catch it and sometimes you don't. It's the same thing. Voters are like cookies, like going and stealing cookies out of a cookie jar when they don't know what they're voting for, when they don't know what that could mean for them or people that they know or love. Or if you word something and you give it enough and ors or parenthetical asides or betweens or betwixt or with where or wherewithals or whatever to confuse somebody. So we hope that your elections went better. We hope that these other elections, we hope that the right thing happens in Georgia. Um, we'll have to look back on, was it Nevada? Nevada, yeah. sorry. Yeah. To see, Nevada sounds worse than Nevada, y'all. I'm sorry. Nevada um, sounds, I'm always going to come down to that. I, I Nevada is terrible. Ne- I thought Nevada ended up blue. Oh, I thought it was finalized this morning on a post that I looked at. Had so. seen. Cool. But awesome that you did see it. Yeah, well, I mean, either way. So that's good. So at least it won't be like a Republican majority. So then we might still have a fighting chance and some stuff. But shit. Um, Also, if you didn't know about student loan being current, uh, student loan forgiveness currently being paused due to a Republican judge in Texas. Mm -hmm. So hopefully they'll be able to figure out what they got to do in order to make it happen. But I I'm one of those people that it impacts. It would be really, really beneficial for our little life, especially because it's always somebody wanting to take something, child. Like it's always somebody that needs something and something to pay for something to return. And it's just a lot going on. And you know, I was thinking about this the other day, and I'm not sure if I could go back knowing what I know now, if I would have still gone to college. Yeah, that's fair. I don't really think that it did anything for me except for give me a place to live that wasn't my house. Right. And I would have figured something else out. But that's not a decision that I feel great about. It's not a decision that I could have afforded at the time. It's not a decision that my parents could have afforded at the time. But I did what my parents told me to do because they were still the ones. Mm -hmm. My mom was still the one making the decisions for me. So that's what the fuck I did. And when I had enough of a chance to be like, this is getting out of control. Somebody's going to have to pay for this. And that somebody is going to be me despite the fact that there are parent plus loans and that my mom was the one who absolutely insisted because you know what I wanted to do stay my ass in my hometown and go to community college to do my prerequisites and I was told to go to university so university is what I did um she ain't got no way to write me a check for that and uh thankfully my 19 year old self was like baby I don't think that this is sustainable so I was Mm -hmm. like okay okay maybe let's let's work Right. And figure something else out. So yeah. That that's it. I love you. I love you. And I love the honeybees. Yeah. Um, especially the honeybees that find themselves in a similar situation. I'm sending y'all a little extra. Cause it's hard. A little extra to all of my little seasonally affected honeybees. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's hard. We'll get through it. It'll be all right. Hopefully this will be like the last like kind of sad one. We tried to start it off like a little bit playful, but it's a serious conversation. So we had to have it seriously. So (laughs) it is what it is. Sometimes you get that. But hopefully the next one will be more upbeat. Um, But we love you.
Mm-hmm. And we hope you have a good week. It's almost Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving is next week. Is it? It will be by the time the honeybees hear this, but yeah. Oh, boy. Yeah. It'll be next week, which is insane. So um, maybe we need to revisit our guide for things to do and not to do during Thanksgiving. Oh, yeah, yeah. Everybody's (laughs) traumatized. Oh, yeah, yeah. And everybody needs a little help. And maybe we will do another little mini episode so that you can have a little moment to yourself. Maybe take a little weed and go for a walk and listen to the podcast. We can make you giggle. (laughs) Um, Yeah, so I think that that'll be something. So maybe that week you'll get a little double whammy mm-hmm. like a regular episode and like a little mini episode of us just being real giggly and maybe we'll get a little inebriated and tell y'all some dumb stories just something to make you laugh something something light and fresh yeah we'll be a little besties in your pocket and your little ear holes mm-hmm. in your little ear holes i don't like that oh you don't like it sorry no. um but yeah we'll be <laughs> besties in your pocket on thanksgiving because that is not always a fun time for everyone. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. But that's it for our time together, guys. If you want to email us, email us at ohhoney2018 at gmail.com. And that's it. That's the only way that you can get in touch with us. But please do come back next week for two episodes of the Sweetest Honey Podcast. Oh, boy. I'm Uh-oh. so excited. I know. I'm really excited. But we love you guys. Be good. Drink water. Take your meds. Be sure to vote. Um, be sure to infiltrate a Republican's life. Even if you just start, just just start, just start Facebook stalking them a little. Be like, what what you into, girl? What kind of stuff you be sharing on the internet? Hmm. Start liking stuff, heart reacting to stuff. But remember, you can change your privacy settings. Okay. Let your friends know who might see your activity. Know what's going on. Get together with some of your friends. Start making a plan. I promise you, between one of you maniacal little fucks, like I know y'all got some little kinky ideas for how we can do this, okay? So we love y'all. Be good. We'll talk to you next week. Bye. Bye.